It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the Tuesday, September 14th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you today by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, one step forward, two steps back. COVID-19 did not go away over the summer. In fact, we set a record in Saskatchewan yesterday for the most new cases confirmed in a single day. Local doctors at Moose Jaw City Hall last night with a plea for city councillors to take action, and they did. Details and some of the debate coming up on the Heartland at Noon today. The 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon. You've heard by now we met and surpassed our goal to better equip the dialysis unit at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. In fact, we more than doubled our goal. So the oft-asked question in the wake of the Radiothon, what will we use all that money for now? Kelly Macquarie, Executive Director, Moose Jaw Health Foundation, will be here to fill us in. It's all good. And Election Day is coming up on Monday, and all six local candidates in the Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding have been invited to take part in a virtual forum tonight. They'll be together. You can take part virtually. It's a presentation of the Moose Jaw District Chamber of Commerce. Chamber CEO Rob Clark will be here to tell us more. Today, on the Heartland of Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The first candidate has thrown their hat in the ring to become the next mayor of Moose Jaw. City Councilor Crystal Froze announced that she will be running for the mayor's chair. She said if elected, she would put together a task force to address the petty crimes in the city. Recently, I had citizens reach out to me with rising concerns about petty crime that is impacting neighborhoods all across our city. People missing bikes and items out of their backyards and out of their garages. But we know our resources are limited here. The mayor by-election is slated for Wednesday, November 3rd. The Moose Jaw and District Chamber of Commerce will be hosting an all-candidates forum tonight, featuring the six candidates running in the Moose Jaw Lake Centre Lanigan riding. CEO of the Chamber, Rob Clark, says the only way to catch the forum is online. Just go to the Moose Jaw and District Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. There'll be a link on there, and it'll go live at 6.30. If you buzz in a quick a couple minutes early, fine. If you like the page, the Chamber Facebook page, it'll pop up automatically. There's a chat room in there for to ask questions, and we'll get as many questions to the candidates as we can. Questions during the forum are expected to focus on local businesses and the economy. The forum will run from 6.30 to 8.30 and will also be streamed on discovermoosejaw.com. The Regina Crime Reduction Team, the Moose Jaw Police Service, and the Regina and Moose Jaw SWAT teams arrested two BC men for drug trafficking. Over 3,300 grams of cocaine, 650 grams of meth, and 20,000 unstamped cigarettes. After executing warrants in the 800 block of 8th Avenue Northwest, the 300 block of Diefenbaker Drive, and a vehicle. The Regina Police Service Drug Unit had been investigating drug trafficking in Moose Jaw and Regina. For more, visit discovermoosejaw.com. The annual Dubinsky Family Educational Trust Scholarship in Moose Jaw has released this year's recipient. Ms. Gracie Kiefer of Vanier Collegiate will be taking home the scholarship. 
The award will be put towards her post-secondary education for an institution within the Scholarships Trust Agreement. The City of Moose Jaw will be mandating non-surgical masks at all city facilities. The mandate is expected to go into effect as soon as Monday. Acting Mayor Don Looning voiced her disappointment that they are not getting any direction from the provincial government. Trying to get us to do something is, is, um, is, is absolutely now what we have to do. And, um, but, but you need to know that, that I think I speak on behalf of my colleagues on council here, and, and I mean they can speak up as well, obviously, but we're all very disappointed in the province's non-leadership in this. City Council also heard from three medical health officers and the Chief of Family Practices for Moose Jaw and Area about the current COVID-19 situation. Saskatchewan has set a record for most new COVID-19 cases in a day, with 449 new COVID-19 cases yesterday. Of the new cases, 86% are unvaccinated, 3% are partially vaccinated, and 11% are fully vaccinated. The Ministry of Health also reported four deaths and 414 recoveries. There were 209 COVID patients in Saskatchewan hospitals. Moose Jaw Kids Sport has several fundraisers on the go to raise money to help less fortunate kids participate in sports. Recently, Modern Mattress held a fundraiser where customers could donate to Kids Sport along with the Moose Jaw Co-op donating $2,000. Kids Sport Chair John Ebrill said the Kinsman Club has been instrumental in helping kids sport. It was the Kinsmen themselves that saw the need and uh, sort of rallied the troops and uh, uh, got the first kids sport committee going. And so I want to acknowledge their ongoing support. You can also donate your bottles and cans to kids sport through Sarcan's Drop and Go using the code KSMJ. And the Moose Jaw Kinsman Sportsplex is celebrating a milestone today. It was on this date 25 years ago that the Recreation Complex officially opened. Shelley Howe, Recreation Program Supervisor for the City, remembers how busy it was that day. It was a very, very, very busy week. We had lineups out the door and we reached our max bather load of over 700 people in the pool every night for a week. To celebrate, all swimming at the Kinsman Sportsplex indoor pool will be free. You can book your swim time on the City of Moose Jaw's website or City app. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 64 points. The Dow Jones is down 227 points. The NASDAQ is down 12 points. And the Canadian dollar is down at 78.94 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. An Ontario judge has found Linda O'Leary not guilty in a boat crash that killed two people. Ruling prosecutors failed to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she was operating the boat without due care or consideration for others. The wife of celebrity businessman Kevin O'Leary was charged following the August 2019 crash on Lake Joseph, north of Toronto. Ontario Court Justice Richard Humphrey also ruled the other boat had its lights off, despite testimony from passengers who said some of the lights were on. Four former Minneapolis police officers have pleaded not guilty to federal charges of violating George Floyd's civil rights. 
In May, a federal grand jury indicted Derek Chauvin, Thomas Lane, Jay King, and Tu Tao for allegedly depriving Floyd of his rights as the black man was held face down, handcuffed, and not resisting in a restraint that was captured on bystander video. Chauvin appeared from a room in Minnesota's maximum security prison, where he is serving a 22-and-a-half-year sentence for murder in Floyd's death. The Teamsters has filed for a unionization vote at the Amazon warehouse just south of Edmonton. The union says this is the first step in an organizing campaign designed to bring Amazon Canada to the bargaining table. Egypt has opened an ancient tomb structure belonging to the cemetery complex of King Djoser, a pharaoh who lived more than 4,500 years ago. The opening of the southern tomb, which includes a labyrinth of corridors decorated with hieroglyphic carvings and tiles, follows extensive restorations. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. Time for some hockey. The Warriors are hosting the Brandon Week Kings in the first of five preseason games for our local Western Hockey League team. 7 o'clock at Mosaic Place. Admission tonight is a donation to the Canadian Mental Health Association. The Warriors will play a home-and-home with the Broncos this weekend, Friday in Swift Current and back in Moose Jaw on Saturday night. Toronto Blue Jays have won 12 of their last 13 games. The Jays beat the first place Tampa Bay Rays 8-1 last night. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. hit his 45th home run of the season to spark the Jays. So Toronto and the New York Yankees now own the two wild card playoff spots in the American League with Boston and Seattle close behind. San Francisco Giants, first MLB team to clinch a playoff spot. They did that last night with a 9-1 win over San Diego. Monday Night Football, a gooder. The Las Vegas Raiders came from behind and beat the Baltimore Ravens 33-27 in overtime. And local high school football teams are preparing for this weekend. Just one game in Moose Jaw as the 1-0 Central Cyclones host the 0-1 Peacock Tornadoes Saturday, 1 o'clock, Guthridge Field. Vanier Vikings will play the Colts in Swift Current on Saturday. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. It's a beautiful day. Sunny with a high of 22 degrees today. Increasing cloud overnight, the low 10. Tomorrow, clearing through the morning. Sunny in the afternoon. Windy, southwest 40, gusting to 60. Tomorrow's high, 23. Thursday, sunny, 16. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud, high 18. And Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 21. Normal high at this time of year is 19, with a normal low of plus 5. The record high for today, 29 degrees, set in 1955. Record low, minus 7, set in 2011. Sun came up at 6.36 this morning and goes down this evening at 7.19. This hour, Moose Jaw, a comfortable 17 degrees. Regina, 18. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, 19. Rockland, Coronac, 18. Swift Current, 16. Elbow, 17. Davidson, Watrous, 17. Once again, Assiniboia, 19. Regina, 18. And with the wind, northwest at 21. And the relative humidity at 42%. It's 17 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. Weather conditions across Saskatchewan are expected to stay mostly favorable as we go forward through these next several days, but it is going to turn colder. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. Most of the region will continue to experience a mix of weather over the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. Not much in the way of meaningful precipitation is expected to occur across the area. However, there will be a few sporadic showers that will decide to pop up in the northwest corner of the region. 
on Wednesday morning. This will be mostly in the Cold Lake, Lloyd Minster, Blaine Lake areas, and we'll expect that precipitation to dissipate as it moves farther to the northeast during the afternoon on Wednesday, but there may still be some showers briefly in Prince Albert over to Nipawin and, and farther to the northeast into the Palm Manitoba. The precipitation is not expected to be all that impressive. We'll look for moisture totals running mostly in the range of 1 to around 6 or 7 millimeters. Everybody else across the province will likely be left primarily dry. As we go on out a little bit farther in our forecast, we'll have a colder air mass coming in behind that precipitation, and most of the province will turn notably cooler as we go forward from Wednesday afternoon all the way through Friday morning. There will be a rising risk of frost and some freezes occurring across parts of the region, especially in the northwest one-third of the province. Temperatures in the southeast will get frosty too, but there probably won't be too many freezes. No strong surface high pressure center is expected to evolve across the area for a little while, but on Friday morning we will have a weak high, and that's the day that I think we'll see most of the frosty and some light freeze conditions occurring across some of the west, central, and south central parts of the province. There may still be a little cloudiness on Friday morning in the northeast, which may hold the temperatures a little higher. Warming will return again as we go on into Friday night and especially Saturday with a strong south wind blowing across the region. A little rain may develop on the northern fringes of crop country once again. Our temperatures in the near term are expected to run mostly in the upper teens through the lower and a few middle 20s this afternoon. We'll expect to see the temperatures staying fairly warm tomorrow in the eastern part of the region, but that wind switch to the northwest is expected in the western areas, and that's where the cooling is most likely to take place already during the day tomorrow. For the Golden West Radio Network, this is meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original Flex Draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FD2 Flex Draper. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Road Report on the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL. Some paving work on 4th Avenue Northwest, between Laurier and Mulberry Lane, just for today. Lots of work on the go uh, in Moose Jaw, including a lot of work over on the west side. Cast iron water main replacement has uh, expanded over the 900 block of Caribou Street West, so that was impacting uh, 10th and Caribou yesterday. Lots of heavy equipment out there, so be careful in that area. Uh, also over on the west side, uh, sewer and water relay work on the 900 blocks of uh, Albert and Hochelaga Streets. So be careful out there. And uh, remember, coming through Moose Jaw, Highway 1 at the Highway 2 overpass down to one lane after uh, Semi struck the bridge uh, just a few days ago. So be careful in that area as well. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. We probably need a better way of calculating the state of the labor market in this country. Currently, the primary metric for tracking the number of people with a job and those looking for work is called the Labor Force Survey, but it's generally known simply as the Jobs Report. We get a monthly report on a Friday early in the following month, so last Friday,
Friday, we got the August report, and it showed Saskatchewan posted a gain of 10,000 new positions, 11,000 of those full-time spots, and 1,000 fewer part-time positions. Generally, that's a pretty positive report, but it's hard to imagine we didn't notice 10,000 new jobs appearing anywhere in Saskatchewan in the past month, and that's doubly true given that we were supposed to have lost 11,000 over the previous 60 days. Those swings are extreme, and for the most part, they generally provide unreliable information. If you average it out, we saw a thousand new positions over three months. That's probably closer to the truth. But we should be able to count on these reports, and that's getting more and more difficult. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Mondays are special at Moose Jaw's Hillcrest Golf Club. You can play 18 holes for just $48, and that includes your power card. The Monday special every Monday, including holidays. For more information and to book your tea time, call the Hillcrest, 693-1921. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowl. Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Moose Jaw City Council heard from a number of local area and local doctors last night urging uh, City Council to take action, and they did. They'll be mandating uh, mandatory uh, masks in city facilities uh, starting as early as next week, so they've got some work to do still. We'll, we'll tell you about that story coming up. And as we uh, approach the federal election on Monday, there's a candidates forum tonight for the mo- uh, local Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding. Uh, it's a presentation of the local Moose Jaw District Chamber of Commerce. CEO Rob Clark will join us on this program today as well. But right now, it's the official 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon debriefing with Kelly McElroy, the executive director <laughs> of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. You know, Kelly, uh, after 36 hours at the mall Thursday and Friday, <laughs> I woke up Saturday and I, I kind of missed you. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you too, Rob. It, it was a uh, it was an incredible thirty six hours. It was really something. Uh, some uh, some heart wrenching stories. Uh, some wonderful gifts, and uh, we doubled more than doubled our goal. Our our goal this year was modest one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and we ended up raising two hundred sixty nine thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. All that money to the Dr. F. H. Wigmore Regional Hospital, of course. We'll get a transonic monitor for the dialysis unit, which we did not have. Broda chairs, uh, Pixis med station, ceiling lifts, and more. And the, the most oft-asked question of me since Friday, and I heard it at the golf club on the weekend, and I heard it here at the radio station on Monday, what will we do with all that extra money? And uh, you're the guy with the answer. <laughs> well, you know, the... The, the wonderful thing about the Radiothon is that every dollar raised uh, at the Radiothon or goes to the foundation at any time stays in our community to help patients at the hospital. And and what the additional funds do is they provide options, options to the, the health care uh, professionals at our hospital will be uh, purchasing uh, additional ceiling lifts for uh, the dialysis. You know, I know uh, that was one of um, the wish items as well. 
Um, so we'll be doing that. But uh, the gift from uh, Selmer Moan, the estate gift, um, left it at the discretion of uh, the foundation of how we're going to go about doing that. And we will uh, consult with uh, the individuals at the hospital, the uh, medical professionals, and see where those funds could be best used. Uh, I know there are uh, several areas that have been uh, impacted and uh, at the hospital, and that that needs to be addressed. And um, one of one of the key areas is in training, and there's uh, sophisticated uh, units called uh, sim units, and that uh, provides um, uh, a way for nurses and other healthcare professionals to train. Uh, in real life situations on basically practice dummies in order to um, learn. And we'll be applying some of those funds to that as well. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it, th- that's the thing when, um, when we go over goal and uh, thank you, Moose Jaw for, for doing that. Uh, we couldn't have done it without, without the support of individuals and community groups and organizations that those dollars go to work immediately provide options to healthcare professionals to enhance the level of medical care at our hospital, which ultimately saves lives, enhances lives and gets people living. You know, I, I you know, I have to give a, a big shout out to um, CP rail uh, Canadian Pacific that stepped up. Uh, they want to help. Um, and, uh, we talked a lot about COVID during during uh, the radiothon. Everyone talks about uh, COVID, but um, we, we talked a lot. The docs, uh, Dr. Thorpe talked a lot about COVID. Dr. Renaissance talked a lot about COVID. And um, it's been really tough on the medical staff at the hospital, uh, particularly in the uh, critical care areas like the ICU. And when the health uh authority at the hospital, Lindsay Cameron came to me and said, you know, we need, we need help in training, um, critical care training for uh, nurses. Um, so they're best prepared to deal with things. Uh, you know, uh, CP stepped up and gave $20,000 at the radiothon and we we're able to provide training for six nurses, right? Um, the ICU staff and, that's the power of what that radiothon can do. Like collectively, we raised over four point five million dollars now, Rob. It's an incredible feat for a community of this size to do, and surrounding communities to do. But people recognize the need for quality health care, and we'll do whatever it takes to uh, overcome whatever the pandemic brings us. And with the help of CP, we'll be better prepared. Uh, for the future. Wonderful. Grand total $269,950 from the 800 CHAB Family First Radio Fund. Uh, good problem to have. Too much money. <laughs> you know what? It, it's, it's never enough. And um, every area of the hospital, it's been touched in one way, shape, or form by the Radiothon and the generosity of this community. We wouldn't have the facility that we have today um, without the support of the community. And, and we're so grateful and thankful of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation for 
people who give to the Radiothon, who give at events, uh, concerts in the park. We presented over $2,900. It was raised over four concerts. Um, and uh, that's for just people, you know, throwing a loony or a toonie or a fiver in, in a bucket. And it, it all adds up. And, and that saves lives. You know, that $3,000 will buy a ceiling lift. You know, it, and that that will uh, make, the day of a, a nurse and dialysis a lot easier and the patient's going to be a lot more comfortable. And, you know, uh, we utilize every dollar that we get to maximize the, the care at our hospital. And, uh, you know, uh, whatever challenge comes up, Moose always steps up. And I just want to thank everyone in the community for doing that. Um, we never take it for granted. We're just so, so thankful of of people and the, they open their hearts and they open their wallets and it saves lives. So just thank you, everyone. Awesome. I know uh, a lot of people put a lot of work uh, into Huge. the radio fund uh, months and, and weeks and then days uh, when, when it gets closer, uh, we put a lot of work into it, but you're at the very heart of it all. Kelly McElroy, the executive director of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. Thanks for uh, all you've done. Thanks for all you do. And thanks for this today. Well, well, thank you, Rob. And a special thank you to uh, everyone that volunteered at the Rayothon. Uh, a couple of my board members uh, spent countless hours there. Of course, Ken Hawks and uh, Vi Raymond. Um, they mean the world to the foundation and uh, volunteers are the heart and soul of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. So thank you, everyone that participated, all the groups, all the businesses. Thank you. We'll see you next year. You bet, Rob. <laughs> we'll take a time out and be back and talk about the All Candidates Forum tonight in Moose Jaw on the Heartland at Noon. It's that time of year again to start watching football and getting next year's weed control base down for your canola, lentil, and pea crop. Apply Edge Microactive Soil Residual Herbicide this fall for the broadest assortment of grass and broadleaf weed control, including kochia, wild buckwheat, lamb's quarter, and foxtails. Edge Microactive Herbicide from Gowan Canada helps you maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Go to ca.gowanco.com for details. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. As a daughter, I care about seniors. As a wife married into a farming family, I care about agriculture and small communities. As a working mom, I care about accessible and affordable childcare. As a small business employee impacted by COVID, I care about a safe economic recovery. And as a resident of planet Earth, I care about climate change and protecting the environment. I am Caitlin Zimmer, your Liberal candidate for Moose Jaw, Lake Center, Lanigan, and I care about you. Authorized by the official financial agent for Caitlin Zimmer. Quality Inn and Suites Moose Jaw is hosting a barbecue at Canadian Tire Moose Jaw in support of Riverside Mission. With your donation, enjoy lunch and a chance to win incredible prizes like $100 gift cards from Cask 82 and the Crushed Can and a Pit Boss Pellet Grill donated by Canadian Tire Moose Jaw. Thank you to Hub Meats for donating the hot dogs and hamburgers for this great event. Woohoo! Come say hi to the Quality Inn team and enjoy the barbecue lunch this Friday, 10 to 1 at Canadian Tire Moose Jaw in support of Riverside Mission. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. All Candidates Forum tonight in Moose Jaw. Uh, all six local candidates uh, have been invited. Moose Jaw Lake Center Landigan 
Six people uh, have their names in the hat in Monday's federal election. Uh, Conservative Party of Canada, of course, Fraser Tolmy. Green Party, Isaiah Hunter. Liberal candidate, Caitlin Zimmer. The Maverick Party's David Craig Townsend. The NDP's Talon Regent. And the People's Party of Canada, Che Craig, have all been invited. It's a Moose Jaw District Chamber of Commerce presentation. It'll be live on the Chamber's Facebook and YouTube channels. And we'll also carry the live stream on Discover Moose Jaw. Uh, so we're staying socially distanced, uh, the way I understand it, the, uh, the candidates will be in a room safely socially distanced but we won't be welcoming members of the public but you can uh, certainly catch the uh, the whole presentation online uh, rob clark moose john district chamber of commerce and joining us via telephone today to tell us more about tonight's moose jaw and district chamber of commerce candidates forum is the uh, ceo of the local chamber, Rob Clark. Uh, Rob, first of all, uh, six candidates in Moose Jaw Lake Center, Lanigan. You've reached out to all of them, and uh, we're expecting five, maybe six of them to be there tonight. Yeah, I'm actually expecting uh, six, but uh, uh, most of, oh, actually, all of them have uh, responded that they're going to be there. So, uh, fingers crossed, we'll have everybody there, and uh, and it'll be it's going to be great candidates. So they'll be able to interact with one another and feed off of one another. So it's uh, something to be uh, if you haven't voted, or if you have voted and but you still want to uh, see where their platforms are, um, you can sure uh, listen in tonight. Yeah, and we should make it clear, while uh, the candidates will be in a room together, uh, the only way for local people to uh, listen and or watch is virtually. Yeah, virtually. So just go to the Moose John District Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. Uh, there'll be a link on there, and it'll go live at 6.30. If you buzz in a quick a couple minutes early, fine. If you like the page, the, the Chamber Facebook page, it'll pop up automatically, and you can answer, ask questions on there. There's a chat room in there for to ask questions, and we'll get as many questions to the candidates as we can. And we'll also be streaming it live on discovermoosejaw.com, so we should make that clear as well. And uh, being that it's a Moose John District Chamber of Commerce event, uh, the focus tonight will be on business uh, and the economy. Correct? Yeah, mostly. Uh, generally, that's where that's where we're headed with it. Uh, there's going to be some questions coming probably from the other side, but uh, they, it is all about business and the economy and moving forward as a community. Have you received advanced questions from uh, local people yet? Uh, actually, you know what? I've, uh, surprisingly, no. But uh, hopefully, they can they can email the chamber at chamber uh, at uh, chamber at mjchamber dot com and get some questions uh, uh, and send some questions in. So we'll make sure they get to the uh, the podium tonight. And we'll also be able to type in some questions while we're watching tonight. Correct. 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 Yes. Okay. I think it's all crystal clear. 6.30 tonight, uh, all six local candidates in the Moose Jaw, Lake Center, Lanigan Riding have been invited to participate in the Moose Jaw District Chamber of Commerce Political Forum. 6.30 till 8.30 we're scheduled for. And again, uh, you can go to uh, the Chamber's Facebook page and uh, watch it there. You can go to discovermoosejaw.com as well and watch the political forum there. Anything else we need to add, Rob? I think you, I think you spelled it out perfectly. The latest headlines at discovermoosejaw.com. Regina police sees over 3,300 grams of cocaine in Moose Jaw. You can read all about it right now. Province sets record for most COVID-19 cases reported in a day. And masks to be mandatory in city facilities next week. 
These stories and more available for your perusal right now on Moose Jaw's daily source for local news and information, discovermoosejaw.com. In fact, we'll be talking about mandatory masking at city facilities when we come back on the Heartland at Noon. Welcome back to your audiobook, Tough Talks, Your In-Laws and Their Blackleg, page 67. Don't bring it up. They have blackleg and you don't. When your neighbor has club root, the first thing one should always... So there's a better way to get your answers with the Brett Young TruFlex Canola Portfolio. Increased yield potential combined with defender-rated protection against club root, blackleg, and pod shatter. The answers are right there in the seed. Learn more. BrettYoung.ca slash TruFlex. At Bear, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate. Like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Want to win cash, cars, and rider prizes? The Rough Rider and Children's Hospital Foundation's lottery is your ticket to buy. There are three grand prizes, including your best chance to win $1 million. Plus, over a 1,000 more prizes to be won, including cars, trucks, rider gear, and cash. Your support makes a difference to kids across the entire province. Visit riderschildrenslottery.ca and get your tickets today. Final draw is November 30th, 2021. Lottery license LR210045. Please play responsibly. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep. Daddy, I want to be a farmer just like you. Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights. Safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. As I told you, the headline on discovermoosejaw.com is mass to be mandatory in city facilities next week. City Council voting 5-1 last night to make non-surgical masks mandatory in city facilities once again. Uh, and that'll come into effect at the earliest on Monday, the cities of Saskatoon, Regina, and Prince Albert already have mass mandates in place. Lead Medical Health Officer for Rural Integrated Health, Dr. David Tor. Medical Health Officers Dr. Ashok Chetri and Dr. Stanley Annabelli gave presentations to City Council about the COVID-19 situation yesterday. Also addressing City Council, local physician Dr. Brandon Thorpe. Uh, their presentation showed we're in a surge with increasing case rates, hospitalizations, and deaths due to COVID. The recommendation was mandatory immunizations for healthcare workers, students, parents, teachers, school staff, and provincial and municipal employees, as well as mandatory masks in all indoor facilities. The doctor's presentation came on the same day we recorded a record number of new cases in Saskatchewan. 
449 new cases of COVID-19 announced in Saskatchewan yesterday, a record for the most cases announced in a single day. According to a post on the government of Saskatchewan's uh, social media feed, 387 people, or 86% of the new cases, are in individuals who are not vaccinated, 11% fully vaccinated, 3% partially vaccinated. 148 of the new cases are in the 0 to 19 age group, 84 in the 30 to 39 age group, 75 reported in the 20 to 29 age group. This COVID-19 just won't go away. There are currently 209 people in hospitals, four deaths reported Monday. At least one death has been reported 18 of the last 19 days in Saskatchewan. Here's how the discussion went last night following the presentation, starting with acting mayor, Don Looning. I've been very um, vocal with my colleagues on council. I've, I, I mentioned uh, when I thanked the doctors for being here that I've been vocal on the city mayor's caucus, uh, being involved in that over the last couple of weeks. And um, disappointment is is probably my um, the main word for me that that on a, on something like this that I'm certainly not an expert in uh, as as you know we have experts here the physicians as as doctors that are experts and to be put in this position is tough uh, but Councillor Logan is right it, it's not something I'm I'm overly happy about that we have to make this decision but it's the right decision um, and um, I will make the motion that non-medical face masks be required to be worn in indoor city facilities. Um, and we can amend that or whatever we need to do and, and figure out a time frame as to when it should happen. Um, I, I have gotten emails from people that are, that are not going to be happy with that decision. But I've also gotten emails from people that are happy that we need to do something like this and personally I am more of the aspect that the right thing to do is to wear masks at this point until we get some direction from the province which I will continue to stress we need from the province we need full um, direction on all angles with the stats that the doctors have brought us here this evening um, to be able to implement the proper restrictions, um, but I think this is a good start. And um, I have friends in the in the medical community, and they are. Um, I just spoke to one today who's been, you know, working overtime consistently, twenty four seven, because they're needed. And we have to do the right thing as uh, the elected officials in the city and uh, I guess follow the lead of Saskatoon and Regina and PA who are also doing um, the same thing and implementing these kind of mandates um, and, uh, and make sure that we keep our citizens safe. So um, again, my motion is that non-medical face masks be required to be worn in indoor city facilities. And I would say, I mean, I know we have to give some kind of notice. Um, I believe we can't just say, okay, tomorrow it has to happen, right? We've got to give some kind of notice, and I don't know what's maybe maybe a question through you, Councillor Blanc, to administration, maybe to Mr. Pufault, as to what would be appropriate in that regard. Administration? Uh, 
Thank you uh, for the question. And certainly, uh, it's not something we can just do tomorrow. I would suspect uh, we'd have to get lots of public notice out and let the public know. But I suspect next Monday we'd be able to to start with uh, mandating masks in public indoor spaces. Thank you. Thank you. Councillor Froese. Uh, thank you, Chair. And and I agree with Councillor Looning. Uh, sorry. Acting Mayor <laughs> uh, Looning's uh, motion and that, and I support that. And, and I, I do also just wanted to um, outline, like, the two documents that Dr. Thorpe sent us um, has been, and they were sent to our MLAs, uh, are, are signed by 23 doctors from our community. And then the second document that we have is from the Senior Medical Health Officer of Saskatchewan Health Authority with 17 recommendations. 17. Um, like they, they couldn't be louder and clearer on this on this issue. They just really couldn't. So I guess you know I, I struggle with why the province isn't stepping up and um, and helping us with uh, with this decision making process. Um, but I absolutely support the motion that's uh, put forward. I do uh, want to ask chair through you to administration. Um, if this would also include um, facilities like the library, um, the art gallery museum, um, as, and the cultural center, those buildings as well. Administration? Thank you again. We suspect that uh, those groups, and we have some discussion with them last week, that if they were interested in a mass mandate, should it come forward? And that'll be some of the, the consultation we'll do over the next week before council implements. and ensure that all the third parties are interested in masking in public places as well. Great, thank you. And, and just one last thing, um, Chair, if I may. You know, um, this takes up a lot of time. I can't imagine the amount of time that our healthcare professionals are spending um, advocating for this, like um, when they should be actually looking after the health and welfare uh, of the citizens and not having to spend time before us as city councillors presenting on this. Um, so I appreciate the, their time and their dedication uh, uh, to us and, and to the health of our, of our citizens here in our city. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Councillor Eby. Thank you. Well, it's been said, but I need to say it again, that we are municipal government. We are not provincial government. Nobody elected any one of us to deal with the biggest health crisis that the country and the world has seen in our lifetime. However, here we are, and uh, I appreciate the motion about the masking, and I will support it, um, and it's probably not enough, but I'm not prepared at this point to do anything with the vaccine passport, although I certainly hear Dr. Thorpe's imploring on that and, and, and everyone else's, but I just don't feel that we're in a position right now that we can do that. Um, there's just so many moving parts to that, financial, and then as well, even if I think about a Warriors hockey game and a pr proof of vaccine being required and the person who would at, be at the door having to take that proof of vaccine is someone who's not getting paid enough for that kind of situation. So I, I can't, I couldn't support that right now. I will support masking. I do think that the people of our community, some will be happy, some will not be happy. But people do want to be able to attend all kinds of events at this point in time. And if it's a mask that gets them in there, I think that they will understand. Uh, we have all been to facilities or buildings lately that say um, masks, masks are mandatory. And we pull out our mask and we put it on because that's just 
what you do in order to uh, participate in, in the events that you want to. So um, I will support the motion, but I do think it needs a little bit more um, definition around it because, I, I mean, I don't know that we can assume uh, things such as um, babies and people under, children under two, I'm assuming, and again, we shouldn't assume anything, but the motion as it stands right now just sounds like everyone, right? So we, we want to be sure that we have the good parameters around that so that we're not causing um, undue hardship for people and concern for those who have to implement this um, in the places that it needs to be. So I just would look for a little more clarification on the motion, but I'm happy to support this motion at this time. Thank you. Thank you. Councillor Robinson. Thank you. Well, Councillor Evie uh, touched on some of the things I was concerned about. So does this motion have any age parameters? And, and I, I don't think it's a secret that I think this is going in the wrong direction. Um, you know, with all due respect to the presenters and, and their knowledge, when I look at the uh, statistics from the Saskatchewan uh, dashboard, as they call it, we have four active case or four hospitalizations in our area of about 36 cases. From what it says on there is we have the second lowest rate in Saskatchewan, only only beaten, or the only lower rate is the very far north. So whose statistics should I believe? I don't know. Like, the goalposts change all the time with this. And uh, uh, I just, I won't support the motion. Um, I, I get conflicting information. And uh, what, like uh, Councillor Froze mentioned, I appreciate the letter from the doctors. Certainly there's a vast area of knowledge there. But I don't see... Uh, uh, any credible data that says masking uh, a healthy person is, is helping anybody. I, I totally agree with, um, I myself am vaccinated, although I apparently got the wrong one. AstraZeneca doesn't help me to go to the uh, international travel or anything. But, but uh, if you're sick, then wear a mask. But to, to mandate it, then uh, I, I'm not going to support this at all. And in the end, uh, Councillor Robinson was the only councillor who didn't support the motion. And so, city administration is hard at it today and will be for the rest of the week consulting third-party facilities uh, like the folks at the uh, Moose Jaw Public Library and the Moose Jaw Museum and Art Gallery to see where they stand on a masking mandate. And they tell us more details on what facilities will be impacted. Uh, they'll uh, release uh, that information in the coming days. And we'll keep you up to date here on 800-CHAB. We'll take the time out. And be back with some happier news. Like free swimming at the Kinsman Sportsplex Pool. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of their opening today. Shelley Howe from the City of Moose Jaw's Recreation. Well, she's the Recreation Program Supervisor, in fact. Will join us next on the Heartland at Noon. You've roasted more marshmallows than you can count. Hosted endless campsite barbecues. Posted pictures daily showing all the fun. Now, do you winterize or upgrade? Hey, it's Michelle here from Moose Jaw RV and Marine, where it's end of season deal time. Come in and see our in-stock selection. With your new RV, don't pay until 2022. Plus, get $3,500 cash back OEC. We'd love to hear your roasting, hosting, posting stories when you come in for winterizing, insurance claim, or service work. We can handle all makes and models of boats and RVs. See you soon at Moose Jaw RV and Marine. MooseJawRVMarine.com Yeah! The benefits of recreation are endless. 
get notoriously active. Moose Jaw Parks and Rec on the radar. Fall program registration is underway. Check out badminton, pickleball, martial arts classes, and many more community association programs available throughout the city on the free city app. The Kinsman Sportsplex and Yara Center offer a variety of drop-in activities, including fitness, turf, track, and swimming. For full schedules and to register to reserve your spot, go to the city's website or use the free city app. Searching for a used bike or sports equipment for fall sports? Book an appointment online or through the city app to check out the sports equipment vault. Lots of hockey equipment and cleats available. The elm pruning ban is now lifted. Remember to dispose of all elm wood to prevent Dutch elm disease. Elm disposal permits are free from Parks and Rec and allow you to take elm wood to the landfill free of charge. To learn more about Moose Jaw Parks and Recreation, visit moosejaw.ca. And now, another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB. The Eagles first performed in 1971 when all four founding members came together as a backup band to play for Linda Ronstadt. Their greatest hits album was named the top-selling album of the 20th century, selling 29 million copies, and was the first album to be certified platinum. They produced five number one singles, received six Grammys, five American Music Awards, and produced six number one albums. After a 14-year hiatus, the Eagles reunited in 1994. According to Glenn Fry, it wasn't a break but a vacation. Don Felder was later fired from the band due to differences between him and Fry. He filed lawsuits for wrongful termination and breach of contract, seeking $50 million in damages. Eventually, the suit was settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Inspiration Decor MJ, voted best paint store in Moose Jaw, featuring Benjamin Moore Paint, established in 1883. Great West Auto and Egg Supply in Moose Jaw, a Cinnaboya Livestock Auction, committed to getting top dollar for your livestock. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Mainly sunny this afternoon with a high of 22. Increasing clouds tonight with a low of 10. Wednesday clearing up throughout the day. Wind southwest gusting to 60 with a high of 23. Thursday sunny, 16. Friday mix of sun and cloud with a high of 18. And Saturday a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23. For complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Blaze Wozniak. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It was 25 years ago today the Moose Jaw Kinsman Sportsplex Pool officially opened. The project to build the indoor pool next to the Kinsman Arena was approved by City Council in December of 1994, and it opened on Saturday, September 14, 1996. City of Moose Jaw Recreation Program Supervisor Shelley Howe remembers how busy they were that day. She spoke with our Sean Slatt. I guess first, 25th anniversary of the Kinsman Sportsplex. How exciting is it to reach this milestone? It's really exciting. We are so happy to be able to provide the, this aquatic service to the residents in Moose Jaw. Do you remember that day when this opened up? I do actually remember that day. Uh, I've been here for the full 25 years, and it was a very, very, very busy week. We had lineups out the door, and we reached our max bather load of over 700 people in the pool every night for a week. 
I'm sure you've seen your fair share of changes as well in this uh, complex over that 25 years. We've had lots of changes over the years, none quite so dramatic as in the last couple of years with the pandemic. Uh, but we have, you know, changed and added our public programs for people to attend swims, as well as our swimming lessons and fitness classes. We're really offering, I think, close to an all-time high of programming right now. Uh, what do you feel makes it such a special place in Musha, or maybe a hub uh, of activity in Musha? I think one of the great things about the Kinsman Sportsplex is there is a variety of programs for all ages. And uh, right from our public swims, where you see parents with infants through to grandparents, we also have adult-only swims, women-only swims, uh, just programs for everyone, really. I guess maybe you could expand on that, some of the programs that are offered here. Sure, yeah. We've got public swimming every day of the week, so that's open to anyone. We just ask that children 10 years and younger be accompanied by an adult. We've got adult swimming every day of the week, which is a nice quiet time for adults that want a little bit more peaceful experience. We have women's only swimming running twice a month on Sunday mornings. And we have fitness classes running several times a day. People can actually check out all our programming at moostra.ca. And uh, what's uh, happening to uh, celebrate this uh, anniversary? Yeah, so we're not going to have birthday cake tomorrow, but we are going to have some fun and games at the pool here. Uh, There'll be a chance for people to share what they've enjoyed at the Kinsman Sportsplex over the last few years and uh, maybe have their photo taken and take a look at some of the, the picture books here that we have from the past. You showed us this one a little momentum here, a towel that looks like a check. Could you maybe tell us the story behind that? Sure, yeah. So uh, in, the, in the years before the Sportsplex was built, of course, there was a lot of fundraising efforts, as, as Moose Jaw is really known for. And the lifeguard staff at the natatorium downtown decided that we wanted to contribute. And so those of us on staff that summer donated a day's pay to the fundraising. I think that's about it, unless there's anything else you'd like to add. I I do need to let you know that also tomorrow, of course, the biggest thing that's happening is that our swims tomorrow are free all day. So folks should go online and reserve their spot right away to make sure they get in. And that interview was conducted yesterday. So the free swimming is actually today. Okay, let's make that uh, clear. The Kinsman Sportsplex public uh, public swim from 3.30 to 5. There are 64 spots left. You can register online at moosejaw.ca. And the public swim tonight, 7 till 9. There are 104 spots left. Again, you can register for your free swim online at moosejaw.ca. Have you had your lunch? What about dessert? How about a smile cookie? I'll tell you that story next. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. Hi, this is Gail Hoffis from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. We are having music trivia bingo on Friday, September 24th at 7 p.m. Price is only $5. For more information, call us at 306 692-4412 or 306-681-5998 and always non-members are welcome Connecting the Community brought to you by Moose Jaw Pharmasave serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916 live well with Pharmasave Moose Jaw Truck Shop your number one diesel truck repair experts visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information and Community Service Radio 800 CHAB I'm Fraser Tolmy, Conservative Party candidate for Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan 
I've served the city of Moose Jaw as mayor. I've served our country as an officer in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and I'm ready to serve you in Ottawa. Many of you are in the midst of a stressful harvest season, but we can't afford another four years of this government, and we need your support to defeat Justin Trudeau. This election, vote to secure Canada's future. Vote Conservative. Vote for Fraser Tolmy. Authorized by the official financial agent for Fraser Tolmy. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. They went on sale yesterday, and they'll be on sale for a week. Tim Horton's Smile Cookies. You can get them at all three local Tim Horton's locations here in Moose Jaw and help support charities right here at home. Tim Horton's Aurora Howe here to tell us all about how our sales so far. Sales so far are good. Um, the first day we've done over 3,000 cookies. Um, so our goal this year is over 22,000 between the three stores. If we can hit that, then that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And 100% of uh, the price before taxes goes to help local charities and organizations right here in the community. Have we decided which uh, local charities will get the money this year, or is that something that's decided in the coming days? Yeah, so we've already decided. Um, we're partnering with Hunger and Moose again for the third year. Uh, so all of the funds from the small cookies are going to support the child nutrition program. What a great charity to donate to. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll bet Hungry Moose Jaw is going to get some smile cookies. They are. And you know what? Actually, they've been generous enough to help us out with some of the decorating this year as well. So, you know, they're really involved and we couldn't be happier with their support. I know it's a lot of extra work for you folks, but uh, it's fun too, right? It is. Yeah. It brings a lot more people into the restaurants. You know, maybe some people we don't see all the time. So it's definitely a good week for the staff. What are we paying for a smile cookie these days? So you can get your smile cookies for a dollar plus tax. And anybody who wants to pre-order cookies can call ahead to any of the three locations in Moosha and we can set you up with those. Awesome. We can order online too, can't we? You can. Yeah. You can order through our mobile app and the Tim Hortons website as well. Awesome. Smile cookies back at Tim Hortons in Moose Jaw, all three locations with Hunger in Moose Jaw, getting the benefits of all the sales of Smile cookies. And they're on sale through September 19th, correct? Yeah, we'll have them on sale right until Sunday. Awesome. Anything else we need to add? I don't think so. Okay. Aurora Howe, Tim Hortons, Moose Jaw. Thanks so much for this. Good luck. Thank you. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties, and that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-4442. 1-800-667-4442. Quality Inn and Suites Moose Jaw is hosting a barbecue at Canadian Tire Moose Jaw in support of Riverside Mission. With your donation, enjoy lunch and a chance to win incredible prizes like $100 gift cards from Cask 82 and the Crush Can and a Pit Boss Pellet Grill donated by Canadian Tire Moose Jaw. Thank you to Hub Meats for donating the hot dogs and hamburgers for this great event. Woo-hoo! Come say hi to the Quality Inn team and enjoy the barbecue lunch this Friday, 10 to 1, at Canadian Tire Moose Jaw in support of Riverside Mission. In uncertain times, it helps to have something you can count on. For 25 years now, the Cargill Specialty Canola Program has been providing canola farmers with both peace of mind and an improved bottom line. Our simple five-step program guarantees your end-use market, helping you earn more, aim higher than commodity canola. Set your sights on victory with the Cargill Specialty Canola Program. Contact your local Cargill or select independent retailer or visit victorycanola.com. 
Do you vote for the candidate? Do you vote for the party? Have you decided which local candidate will get your vote when we go to the polls in a federal election on Monday? If not, you owe it to yourself to tune into the Local Candidates Forum tonight. All six local candidates have been invited to the Moose Jaw and District Chamber of Commerce Forum, which will focus on business, the economy, our workforce, and climate change policy and its impact on the energy and agriculture sectors. It's not a debate tonight. The candidates have all seen the list of five questions and have all been given several days to prepare their answers. At the very least, we're going to find out how familiar the local candidates are with their party's policies, and we'll see how skilled they are with public speaking, obviously an important part of the job they're all seeking. The candidates in Moose Jaw Lake Center Landigan will be delivering their goods at 6.30 tonight. You can watch the forum on discovermoosejaw.com. I'm Rob Kearney.